0: You're listening to the most authentic place in sports. It's the Sports Headline Show. Here are your hosts, Sean Davis and Warner Sanker.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the most authentic place in sports. Well, I'm your, your host, Sean Davis. We're introducing you, our Week Six, Week Five, and above power rankings.
0: Welcome into Week Five Power Rankings. Uh, we are excited to be bringing this to you, and a lot of a lot of movement here. So uh, let's let's get into things.
1: Yes, sir. You know, after a great week of, of NFL action, uh, a lot of controversy and, and things of that nature, as you, if you will, right? Uh, we are glad to present to you our Week Five NFL Power Rankings. So Let's get into it right now. Number thirty-two ranked team in our power rankings is as we go on and t- to reveal it number 32 ranked team is going to be the jacksonville jaguars you know with the jaguars you know they looked like they had some promise as we look at the strengths and weaknesses and where they rank um you know james robinson he played a really good game um obviously you know that that Titans defense nothing really to you know talk about honestly right but the defense had had a great game. The front set, well, okay, I'm not gonna say defense had a great game. They they got pressures on Ryan Tannehill, but uh, some negatives. Uh, five pressures allowed by Cam Robinson. Uh, why in the hell are we targeting Arnold and Agnew the most? You know, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, you but,
0: the the their top targets were um, Dan Arnold, Jamal Agnew, and um, you know what? The third's not coming to mind, but. None of them are named LaVisca Chenault. Uh, he was like the fourth or fifth most targeted receiver on that team. Why? Why are we targeting a tight end who's fine? Yeah, Darnold's fine. And then like a, a specialist corner, return man, running back, receiver type player. Um, and Jamal Agnew. I I just I don't understand it. Um, it's this is this is why like we we saw a beautiful play. From uh, Lawrence on a crossing route to Chenault, Lawrence stepped into his throw, made a, made a really good throw to Chenault, who was open. Uh, he then made a few guys miss. He switched fields, and um, he went, you know, down to like the 20, 25 yard line and, and got them into field goal range. So I, I just I don't I don't understand why why they refused to target him.
1: Yeah, and uh, obviously Urban Meyer with all the uh, distractions and whatnot. Um, you know, just really uh, kind of you know just the distractions and whatnot, and you know the he he is
0: for now not the he's for now not the worst <laughs> or the uh, worst head coach in the league. Um, so, but uh, moving on to number thirty-one, the Houston Texans. Um, they are going to come in here at thirty-one, moving up on one spot, uh, just ahead of the Jags. And and you know Davis Mills actually played pretty well. He was consistent. He uh, he was, you know, he was what twenty one to twenty five, I think, uh, spreading the ball around to his t- uh, receivers. I mean, he looked pretty good, especially because it was against the it was a rookie quarterback against the Patriots defense.
1: Yeah, man, Davis Mills. It, it was some throws. While I'm watching his game, and and I was just like, oh wow, man, like these are some excellent throws. And, you know, um, he, he, as Warren was talking about, you know, he made some great throws. He spread the ball around. You know, freaking Chris Moore got some targets. He had a good game. Conley and obviously have Cooks and the other weapons that they have offensively. But still some negatives. And there's just not a lot of talent on this roster. And, you know, you have to finish games. They were up at least two touchdowns. And, you know, you just couldn't get pressure against backup Patriots offensive linemen, which is just kind of unacceptable. So you you have to be able to to do that. So, you know, they come in number 30. They write 31st. Number 30, if it's the Detroit Lions, MCDC, one of your heart has to go out to them a little bit, even though Darius yeah, you know, you, he was otherwise.
0: Yeah, you saw it in the, in the postgame presser, man. He was – he was devastated for his guys. They move up one spot just showing the heart and also because the Jacks are so bad. Um, but they they fight and they fight to the end. Uh, they just don't really have the the talent to to really take that next step.
1: Yeah, like the young playmakers continue to be involved. They did as Warner mentioned they don't it. They just have a general lack of talent. Patrice just hasn't had that game yet. If we're being completely honest with you where you like really inserts himself. Um they have a game against the Bengals this week. And, you know, you start to want to like Wink his team get their win. And they they've been in a lot. I would argue they've been in they've had an opportunity in every game this season. You know, like you look back to week one, you know, they were trailing big. They fought back. They got uh the fumble at Debo Samuel. They just couldn't get a touchdown in the final drive. Then week two, I believe, um against Green Bay they were in that game. They were, you know, back and forth for most of it for the first half for sure. Right. Green Bay kind of, you know, uh just went away within the second half. And then, you know, the Ravens game we don't need to discuss. This game we don't need to discuss. So it's just some tough losses for this Lions team, but they rank 30th in our power rankings.
0: Yep, and no, at let's... number 29, uh Brian the Brian Flores led Miami Dolphins, who are probably gonna end up getting the top five draft pick this year. Um they're just playing poor football. They don't have talent on at, at quarterback. Uh, defense can only do so much. They're gonna come in at 29.
1: Yeah, um, I mean Jalen Phillips, I guess, has been like one of the you know, few bright sides for this team um this season, man. You know, uh he, he's he's been able to get some pressure on the quarterback. Right, and I mean I guess that's fine or whatnot, but I mean this defense needs everything. But again, they they are they are talented defensively and whatnot. Um but man oh man, they and I kinda talked about it in um my I ranked every quarterback in the league. A little bit of a preview for you guys. I kinda talked about it in that show, right? If you told me Tua or if you told me Jacoby Brissett is better than Tua right now, I can't say you're wrong. But the Dolphins still need to a back, at least just to evaluate if they need to use what's likely gonna be a uh early really early draft pick to I'm gonna get. be honest
0: with you. I think the evaluation's done. I think they gotta use that draft pick.
1: I mean, yeah, that's fine, but I mean I still think I, I still don't think that's fair because again, he hasn't even played sixteen games yet. And Lack that's of arm least.
0: talent, poor decision making. Um Bad
1: mobility. He just. Still have to give him the 16-game. Hell, we gave Drew Locke the 16-game benchmark. I I get it. He has at least some orange tile We have to give him at least a 16-game benchmark first before he like, can really evaluate. The offensive play calling is terrible. The offensive line is god-awful, right? I mean, Liam Eichenberg, he played well in, in run blocking this week. He was fine as a pass protector, but. My gosh, this Dolphins team is really, really bad. I call a victory a lap on this Dolphins team, even though they're banged up. Um yeah, you number know, 28- they, they
0: really they really should have drafted Penny Sewell instead of trading back, then trading up, then trading back again, or whatever whatever the hell they did in the draft, uh to get Waddle. I, I just I think that was a boneheaded move, especially since they went and got Will Fuller. They have Devonta Parker and um his name slipped in my mind, but um, Receiver one, Preston Williams, I believe, um, with Mike Gusecki. You've got plenty of deep targets, big targets. um, And then with Will Fuller, speed targets. And uh, if you thought, oh, well, Will Will Fuller can't stay healthy, that's why we drafted him, then why even sign Will Fuller? You know, it just just doesn't make sense, kind of the moves they've made. But, yeah, number 28 is going to be the New York Jets. um, Moving up here, one spot. Two to 28 hole, uh, playing in London against the Falcons. You know, they – AVG was good again. I guess I guess that's a
1: uh, that's a plus. Oh yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker. Last week he was good. This week he was dominant. He was so good. This is the Elijah Vera Tucker that I ranked in the top fifteen, right? And this is the guy that you know I wanted to see, right? That we had not seen all season long up to this point, right? But we kind of saw a glimpse of it last week. But he really asserted himself this week. And he, he's played phenomenal football, right, so far. Um, they got some pressures on Matt Ryan. Kudos to them. But they cannot keep having these sluggish starts offensively. The running game has been – I mean, we kind of talked about last week too. The running game has been – Lack of
0: talent, really. Absent. Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman. I mean, the, those aren't guys that
1: you can rely on, even though you have this this really helpful scheme for them. Yeah. And then – You just can't really rely on them. And then you're just not using Elijah Moore. We did this last week, too, but he only had two targets. Like, that's inexcusable. To if only he's not have... making
0: plays, he's not making plays. But to not target him really ever since, you know, the start of the season in his rookie campaign, you know, that I don't think there's any reason unless he's just, t- like, fighting players and coaches and doing terrible in practice. Pulling a giant. Yeah, I, I think there's no way that that he shouldn't be targeted. Also, we talked about how AVT was good. Well, Morgan Moses has not been good and was was pretty bad here against uh, against the Falcons. And and really, the Falcons don't really have a really good edge rusher. The only good pass rusher they have is on the inside and in Grady Jarrett. Um,
1: yeah, and, and, and then, yeah,
0: you gotta you gotta finish the pressures with sacks. I mean, twenty pressures is great, and it's going to cause quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks like Matt Ryan, to make mistakes. But uh, you gotta you gotta finish at least one one or two of those. Um, if they finish a few of those, maybe maybe the final is you know twenty three twenty they win.
1: Um, but yeah, man, uh, they have a bye week this week. They need it. Uh, number twenty seven, the Giants. Man, oh man, there's a team that could use a bye week. It's the Giants. Uh, yeah, there are
0: so many injuries, man. But Kadarius Tony.
1: Oh yeah, man, and this is okay. kind of what. Uh, yeah, just a coming out party, man. Like he was lights out on Sunday. You know, he was spectacular. I don't know what other adjective or verb whatever whatever you want to describe Kadarius Tony's performance on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. He had the most uh, receiving yards for a rookie since Odell, right? I think he might actually hold the Giants record now for most receiving yards by a rookie in a game, right? So what he did on Sunday was absolutely insane, right? Daniel Jones has been good this year, right? He's been sneaky good. Like, yep. I, I think we need to start talking about it. Again, I kind of talked about this in the John, in my quarterback rankings, right? He has the arm talent, right? He has, it might not look like, but he has that ability to sense pressure, get outside of the pocket, use his legs, Right and extend plays as well, right? So he has that too. So it's just the turnovers, and he's not yeah. turning the ball over this year either, which has been he's, huge. And he I still him-
0: has a little bit of the fumble problems, but the interceptions have gone down, and, and that is really significant.
1: Yeah, like the interceptions are pretty much gone. He's only thrown one so far this season, right? And so now you're giving him uh, a great, great weapons, great receiving core. You're you're using Kadarius Tony. Right, you still have Saquon Barkley. We we'll get to Saquon in a second, right? But Daniel Jones has been really, really good. I think it's time we address it. Um, and major injuries for negatives to Barkley, Jones, and Galladay. Now, thankfully for them, Barkley is expected only to miss a week. Daniel Jones, I think it was a concussion. I don't know the update on his concussion protocol, but normally with these things, you're not going to miss very many to- much very much time. And then, obviously, Kenny Galladay, I think he sprained his knee. Obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, Warner. But the offensive line, my gosh, this O-line is terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew Thomas just isn't that anchor yet at uh, at left tackle. Now, he, he's been playing well, but he's one out of five, and uh, he, he still hasn't been lights out for him. So, they got a tough test in the Rams next week, even though it's at home. I, I would expect them to get blown out. Um and and I wouldn't worry about Kadarius Tony in temper tantrums either. I think he knew that. Like, listen, we're down forty-four to twenty. Me leaving this game, I've already had hundred ninety plus receiving yards. Me leaving this game is not going to kill us. Uh, our cost us here. So, uh, yeah, I, I I just think they are. They're 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 a team that I think might be looking for a new head coach. Uh, I I like Joe Judge, but his. His whole rah-rah discipline football thing isn't really working and they're still getting blown out and he's not really bringing much else uh, to the table. Um, so I think that's definitely something to be concerned with. But moving on to number 26, it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons uh, just winning against the Jets in London. They will, of course, have a bye next week moving up one spot. Um, Matt Ryan looked rejuvenated. I mean, he, he, he just looked... Refreshed. I don't know if it was if it was the salt water on the uh, plane ride over uh, or what, but but he just looked. He looked kind of fresh.
1: Yeah, man. And and I, again, another thing I talked about in the uh, quarterback rankings list video that it's coming out soon. Um, you're putting him back in the scheme that won him. Like be honest, this game won him the MVP in 2016, right? Really? So, yeah. Like in now, you like you, you actually decide to use the guy you drafted at number four instead of drafting Matt Ryan's successor, but okay. You actually use Cal Pitts this week. Cordell Patterson, this running game, him and Mike Davis, I never thought I'd say this, but this running game is really, really good. Um, Archer Smith, you know, the wheels are starting to turn a little bit in the Falcons' yep. offense. And Mike- yep. what? Yes,
0: for sure. That's huge. Oh, yep. That's huge for him.
1: Yeah, and then and, and then imagine we get Calvin Ridley back, Russell Gage back, right? And Matt Ryan, again, and, like, the difference between Matt Ryan and – it's a guy I talked about on the quarterback rankings list. Sorry, I keep referencing it, but, like, Andy Dalton, right? Dalton, in his prime, is, like, a top 12-ish quarterback, right? But Dalton never had, like, the – Edge 12. Okay, 12-ish, right? He never had, like, the freaky arm talent or whatever. He was just fine, right? But when – the father time starts to come a little bit and like your athletic traits automatically start to go down and Dalton wasn't going to beat you with his brain. Right. That's why he is what he is now. Matt Ryan, right. Yeah. His physical tools have gone down. Right. But Matt Ryan is one of the best, if not top three in the league at going through his progressions and finding the open receiver. That's something Matt Ryan does do well. Now he can't, uh, You know, three three might be a
0: stretch, but but we get the
1: point. Now, he can't like extend plays or jack nothing, but I mean, Matt Ryan is gonna very often and not, more often than not, you know, go through his progressions well and find the open man. So uh, only negative, really. It's hard to find a negative. 15 missed tackles. You can't have that.
0: Yeah, you you just got to play crisper uh, football than that. But moving on to 25, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, coming off a, a big. Big time win where the offense actually showed up against Denver, moving up one spot here. Um, I mean, you scored points on a pretty good yet banged up defense, but uh, it, I don't think it really matters. You lose Juju Smith-Schuster for the season. You still have bad play calling. Big Ben is still watched. Um, I, I, it's it's nice that Chase Claypool had a big game and Najee finally broke out um, rushing-wise. Uh, but – you can't really rely on the offensive line overachieving and and Big Ben uh, being able to push the ball downfield.
1: Yeah, man. Like, the Steelers are not making the playoffs, okay? The Big Ben still sucks. The play calling is still awful. And, again, Juju's hurt. And Juju was, quite frankly, the second-best receiver. I'm, say what you want about Chase Claypool, but I kind of talked about it in our – uh, sophomore slumsless. They like chase Claypool. Yeah, it's a fun. Now it's a fun game for him, but that's not gonna be the standard. I'd be very surprised if that's the standard, quite frankly. Um, even though he's probably gonna get targeted more, but you just lost your second best receiver on the roster. So they face Seattle this week. I can't believe that game's about to be on Sunday Night Football. But number twenty-four, the Washington Football Team, and this is one of the teams where I'm like, uh, panic, 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 because this defense is like again we kind of talked about the last week corner yeah as we looked at the strengths and weaknesses the offense is fun but you like yeah you got the pass rush got pressures secondary was fine but gave up 33 points to the saints yeah right
0: they're just not really putting it together like the pass rush 26 pressures is great the secondary played well they picked off Jameis, which i don't know if that's much of an accomplishment but you still want turnovers but um, you can't have these impressive stats with 26 pressures and, and the list that I have from their their starting four, like their 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 four main uh, pass rushers. You can't have yeah, these man. impressive stats and then give up a 33 burger to the Saints' offense. Now, granted, Sean Payton has got that Saints team playing lights out and really overachieving. I think, in my opinion, just based off of the talent they have at key positions.
1: Oh my god! Uh, and get and some also, back.
0: also. I mean, why are, why is Taylor Heineke dropping back 48 times? I, I don't get it. That's why you have the yeah. two interceptions. Uh, Gibson, he had 60 rushing yards. 50 of them were after contact. Yeah. It, it, you just you, you just can't do that. And then I think Terry McLaurin had 12 targets for four catches uh, or, or something like that. They just couldn't connect with him. They've got the Chiefs next week. Um, I think look for the Chiefs to blow up this offense. Now, Taylor Heineke probably going to be able to blow up the Chiefs' defense. Um, but I think we're going to see another similar game where it's about 33 to 22. Um, and, and they just get out talented and out smarter, uh,
1: to a victory. The no way the chiefs give up 22 points. The, the, the bare minimum is 28.
0: <laughs> That's but, a good point.
1: That's yeah. a good point. Anyway, might be like
0: one score game, just because of, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to a
1: certain player. Um, later yeah, when we get but, to the Chiefs' slide. Oh my gosh. I hope I put him <laughs> as a negative. Um, you did. You definitely did. did. Good. Good. Yes. Um, but like Heineke is basically is streaky. He's basically young Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now I get it. It's it's a small sample size, but he's fun. His story is incredible. He's fun. He has that it factor that makes you root for him and want to play with him. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Like yeah,
0: yeah. Come he he kind of lacks the uh, lacks the top end arm talent. Doesn't have the strongest arm. His ball placement isn't great. Um, and then you know, when he, when he's chopping back forty eight times and you're not really doing anything special and you can't get the running game going, that's what leads to the two INTs and the twenty two points um, scored.
1: Um, yeah. Now again, really quickly before we move on, I do agree they'll put up some points against the Chiefs if they want any shot. This football team defense has to make a play or two. They have to come up with some plays against the Chiefs. Yeah. Moving on to you know,
0: the we we talked about it real quick. We talked about for the Chiefs, and I'm sure we'll get to this when we talk about the Bills or the Chiefs. But the Bills got pressure with four guys. I don't think they blitzed Mahomes a single time, if I'm remembering that stat correctly.
1: Yes, and that's absolutely and, and they got a
0: lot of pressures and and we'll expand on this later. But um this this defensive line, you see it on the positive side, Chase Young, um if there's any bet, team that rush... Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen,
1: mean, any that's a team, team
0: that can rush for and get home.
1: Yeah, if there's any team that can rush for and be fine, it's the football team. But we just haven't seen it that much yet this season. All right, moving on to number 23, the Philadelphia Eagles. My gosh, I love Jalen Hurts. Um they move up one spot. Um causes This secondary, you know. It was was just outstanding, man. You know, they really first of all they don't play a lot of man coverage. They run a lot of disguise things defensively. They had Sam Donald looking like he was seeing ghost again or whatever. Um they play Slay, came up with a too couple soon. of big plays. Too soon. Oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Um but and, and and this Eagles defense got twenty-four pressures. I get it. The Panthers offensive line is awful. But 24 pressures any week is impressive, no matter who Especially you're Especially without Brandon Graham. Especially without your best edge rusher. That's ridiculous. And Jalen Hurts, say what you want, but he's just, he just eat. you feel like with this Eagles team anyway, you have a shot at least, right? He's a winner. He can make most throws. He's, he's dynamic as a dual threat quarterback. You just feel like you have a chance. And it felt like throughout that game – when it was and give credit to defense. The defense also kept them in the game, right? But it felt like when it was fifteen three, fifteen six, or whatever, you're like, Okay, they can, they can make a run still, they could come back. And that's what it that's what it feels like with this Eagle squad. Uh Soul Start, you can't keep going off the soul starts. If you're gonna have any shot to be Tampa come Thursday, you can't get off to a soul start. And they don't have weapons offensively, man. It's literally just Devonta Smith and maybe Dallas Goddard.
0: And and Miles Sanders if they choose to use him. But, yeah, yeah I think I think all I'm these, J.J. Yeah. Arcega, Whiteside, Jalen Rieger, all these bad receiver picks are starting to bite them, bite them in the butt. Just imagine Justin Jefferson and Devonta Smith just oh real God. quick. Just think about that. Oh, my gosh. As we move on to the number 22 team, and a team that has to go up against J.J. twice a year in the Chicago Bears. The Bears are going to move up one spot. After beating the Raiders 20-9, to nine, the Raiders took two losses this week. Um, but the Bears being responsible ah, one. Too soon. That's too soon. <laughs> there you go. That's definitely too soon. That's definitely um, too soon. <laughs> Justin Fields off of play action. First of, all, first of all, the Bears just using play action is a positive, uh, but Justin Fields off of play action He's really good. The Bears' defense looks kind of revitalized now that they're actually using Justin Fields and potentially scoring double-digit points in a week. Yo. Um, the pass protection because of the play action – you know the pass protection um, was really, really good. Uh, now the Raiders, Max Cross has had a really good year, but they're still not an elite pass rushing group. Yeah. But the uh, pass protection was really good. Um, they're just not really using their their receivers. Um, and and then Fields specifically, you, stay cough, you can't get
1: him killed. Specifically, cough cough, Allen Robinson, cough cough, Darnell Mooney, cough cough. Allen freaking man. Robinson, that guy man right man you there. just
0: franchise tagged and tried to – this is why he didn't – this is why he didn't ex- sign an extension because use him. you're too inconsistent and you don't want to use him, but –
1: Use uh, him.
0: It, it, it'll be so much easier, especially with David Montgomery. Especially with David Montgomery being being you know out, um, but – Moving on to 21, the Denver Broncos. We we told you they were going to slow down. They weren't going to be undefeated forever. They're going to drop down one spot, end out this tier of bad but competitive teams, teams that you got to show up for every week and at least have some sort of a game plan against. Um, and now I was really tempted to put the Jaguars in their own tier, but I think they're competitive enough and they have enough talent that if – should they use it right in a particular week, like against the Bengals, they'll show some good signs, but the last the team. First in this half tier, against the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. The last team in this tier is the Broncos and Javante Williams played really well. I think he averaged like over eight yards of carry. Um, I think he had eight carries for 60 some odd yards. Uh, and then Corton Sutland, I think has fully recovered from his injury last year, he had a big game. Now, is that because KJ Hamler and Jerry Judy were out? Yeah, probably. But um, it's it's good that he's getting involved and in, in getting back to his his dominant self. Um they just they just lack upside of quarterback. Um and then the pass rush. The Steelers have a bad offensive line, but the pass rush was quiet. Von Miller only two pressures, led the team, and then Kyle Fuller just got cooked. Patrick Sertan was great, but Kyle Fuller just got cooked.
1: Yeah, man. Um also if, if I was ever allowed to take a big three lap, just one. If I had to, <laughs> one. It would be the Broncos. Your wins were the Jaguars, the Jets, and the Giants. Shut the yeah. hell up. And
0: now that the Steelers don't start with the Jet sound, then they lose. It's, I, I guess they can only beat the Jet teams. Um, but moving on to number twenty, Seattle Seahawks, and that man right there on the screen with a big, big finger injury going to sideline him from a reported six eight weeks. Now we'll see if that takes all that time. That is definitely a typo. They moved down nine spots. Yeah, um, they don't yeah, move yeah, they, one spot. They, yeah.
1: Actually, uh, we allowed to fix that right quick while we're live. It's fine. But anyway, yeah, they moved down nine spots. Um, You know, when you look at the Seahawks, honest, really quickly, you can't convince me that the uh, Seahawks, that Russell Wilson is going to miss, you know, um, six to eight. Six, eight weeks. Like, this is Russell Wilson. Right, I definitely think he'll be back. I think, honestly, what we'll, we'll look to see Russell Wilson be back around, like, three weeks or whatever, if we're being completely honest, I think that's more of a realistic one because this is Russell freaking Wilson. But Gino Smith look good, question mark, question mark. Like, he was making throws, you know, to, to put themselves in position to win. and winning, you know, if you watch the game, um, you know, Seattle – Geno Smith was making throws to give him at least a chance, right, to uh, potentially – Come back. Yeah, to potentially come back. Um, so he was get, he was playing in the right situations at least. And give DK Metcalf a lot of credit. You know, DK Metcalf played really, really well. Um, the offensive line showed – I mean, who thought this, the offensive line was good in the first place, right? <laughs> And uh, yeah, man, like and no play action with Geno Smith, man. Like, they, it seems like they kind of got away from you know their principles or whatever the things we had kind of uh, gotten used to with Seattle, if that makes sense. But uh, yeah, man, Seattle, they're going to rank um, gonna rank 20th. Yeah, they dropped down nine spots. And, uh, and they're
0: they're in this tier that that's starting now. That is basically uh, teams that are vying for a playoff spot. Either they they're banged up, they've got injuries, they went they had a slow start, but we think they have enough talent on the roster, the right coaching, the right personnel to fight for a playoff spot, especially with there being uh, seventeen games and seven seeds. Um, and the next team in that tier is going to be the Indianapolis Colts here at number nineteen. Okay. Um,
1: Watching his game ahead. last night. Go ahead. Yeah, all you buddy. I feel bad for Colts fans. Like, the Colts played so well for a three and a third of a quarter, right? And let me let me start on the positives to go positive and negatives here. Carson Wentz, I think, at least if you have anything to take away from this season, Carson Wentz, I think, is the guy, man. Like, he's played so, so well this year, right? He looks as close to MVP Wentz um i mean i, I kind of hinted we've kind of hinted it throughout the year we this is the closest we've seen um you know mvp wentz since but this game really solidified it he went toe-to-toe with lamar jackson and i mean the throws throughout the fourth quarter throughout the game you know and get frank right he called a great game you know to help Wentz a little bit against the blitzing ravens um as we can pull up the uh uh positives and negatives here really quickly. But you know, give all the credit in the world to Carson Wentz, but guys, l- lack of pass rush, is really holding this team back. I get it, it's Lamar Jackson, but they could not get any pressure on Lamar Jackson whatsoever. They were up big, you blow the big lead. That that's crucial. The special team mistakes. Uh, Blake and Chip, I get it. He's hurt, so I'm not going to criticize him as much. He is dealing; he's nursing an injury right now. But he missed a PAT. He missed a uh, he missed two field goals actually throughout the game. So that's seven points left on the board. Talking, what? No, no. We'll, uh,
0: we'll get to the we'll get to the other kicker that uh,
1: uh, uh, did not have a great game. Yeah, yeah. It's one game in particular, uh, but. You know he missed. That's that's seven points off the board or whatever. Also, one of the field goals got blocked. I think that's the that's one of the misses. Clayus Campbell just blocked it, right? But going back to the positives, Jonathan Taylor is uh he's really good at this football thing. He's 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 pretty he's pretty dang on good at this at this thing called football and running.
0: Yeah, that's that's why he almost uh that's why he almost won the Heisman um,
1: I in his changed. last year at Wisconsin. And Michael Bayman Jr., I'm not ready to say he's a number one yet, but he's having a great year. And I think he he continues on his track. He can definitely, you know, work his way up there. And he's having a great year. You face Houston this week. If you want any shot of of keeping your playoff hopes alive, you better beat the freaking Texans, man. Don't be like, you've gotta beat the Texans. Gotta beat the Texans. You gotta beat the Texans. Uh, that's a tough loss. You're going back home to Indy. You gotta take care of Houston at home. This Colts team—they're banged up in the secondary, but they are still a pretty decent team. Um, so moving on here, to number eighteen—the Minnesota vikings spelled correctly this week. They're going to drop
0: one spot to uh, eighteen. Yeah. Um, and and it's really just because they they had to come back against the Lions. They only won by two points. They just couldn't finish drives. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll pull up the exact end to the ends to their drives, but. It was field goal, field goal, field goal, punt, punt, turnover, turnover. I mean, it was just they could not finish drives. They racked up all these yards, yet they could not finish um, drives at all. And and that that's really the reason why they only scored nineteen points.
1: Yeah, man, Alexander Madison. He's played really, really well. we are getting pressure from the edge, but well, you gotta finish drives and. This defense is not good, so you're gonna really have to finish drives against a Panthers team that should likely put up a bunch of points on this Vikings defense coming up this Sunday. What's gonna be a big time game? Moving on, to number seventeen here. Uh, we real have, quick, real quick. Go ahead. I just
0: I want to I want to I want to give you the uh, their their drive. So they had a ten play drive that ended in a field goal, then an eleven play drive that ended in a field goal, then an eight play drive that ended in a field goal. Then it was halftime. Then they go three and out get a pick, go three and out off of the pick. Um, they throw a pick on a seven play drive. That was 72 yards. So they go 72 yards downfield. Kirk Cousins throws a pick and they go three and out. Uh, then they 10 play drive. They have a field goal. Um, then they miss a field goal off after four plays. Then they fumble the ball. Then they get the walk-off field goal. Um, so you, you just got to play better than that. That's, that's, that's quite frankly miserable, but moving on 17, Cincinnati Bengals. They were neck and neck
1: with the Packers, man. Their offense, <laughs> their offense seems legit. Yeah, man. They move up five spots here, and it's slowly becoming a realization that they might have a shot to make the playoffs. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. He yeah, he had the two picks. The second one was a miscommunication with Tyler Boyd. It looked like, and yeah, the for sure, first one. I honestly don't even remember the first one. More if you could refresh my memory, um, I don't even recall the first one. Right. But you know, Joe Burrow is the reason why they were in this game. Joe Burrow went toe to toe with Aaron freaking Rodgers, as we predicted, right? Yep. Big throw after big throw, and you want to talk about arm strength? Now it's not elite, but that throw to to Jamar
0: Chase, Jamar Chase uh, Savage on the dive.
1: Yeah. By the way, that's Kevin King's fault. We'll get to that later. That
0: is he. He yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: but yeah, we'll get to that later
1: even last year, is not making that throw, right? So Joe Burrow kept him in the game, and Jamar Chase is their offensive rookie of the year. There's not a single person I can even re- think of that is close to Jamar Chase right now. But the conservative play calling by Zach Taylor.
0: Maybe Devonta Smith. But Jamar Chase is just so much more explosive. Yo. Real quick, that, that pick, that the first pick he threw was to um, start the second half. He um, threw on a on a first and ten, he threw a pick uh, that Adrian Amos picked off down the right sideline, looking for Ogden Tate. Okay. So that led to a Green Bay field goal and then a punt for the Bengals and a field goal, and then the Bengals tied it up with a touchdown, and then all the misses.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, I don't know why I didn't add the misses. <laughs> but honestly, I'm not really concerned they, about the They weren't their...
0: bad misses, though, because yeah, it was won... from it, it... 57 and then 49. <laughs> Right, and he, for, for he McPherson, bends one was, off the upright and then 50, one off the flag. Yeah, it was fifty-seven I mean,
1: flag. That's right, crazy. fifty-seven and fifty, and it's not like he shanked it. He just barely misses it. And McPherson, he's a big-time kicker, man. Same thing oh, with Mason. Sure. Cro- Same thing with Mason Crosby. He's a big-time kicker. He's made so many big kicks, even this year. So we know. I, I'm not concerned. Everybody is like act like the world's falling down. No, they're fine. Okay, yeah, they're fine. And, and they, my gosh, can you get Tyler Boyd involved, preferably like that would be nice. You have a top three slot re- pure slot receiver in the game. He's tonight. right in your lap. I mean,
0: you just use him, especially use with T some. Higgins being missing some time. He played in this game, but with Higgins missing some time I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got your you got a guy staring you in the face. Yeah, Jamar Chase is great. He deserves targets, but um. I mean, just look at how Green Bay used Devontae Adams with his ridiculous amount of yards and catches. But then they also had Randall Cobb off of that and Big Bob after off of that. Yeah. Alan Lazard, they, they they use their other playmakers. They don't just force the ball to Adams. And yeah, Jamar Chase didn't go for 12 and like 200 yards or whatever Adams did. By the way, yeah.
1: speaking of which Devontae Adams toasted this defense. Granted, he'll toast a lot of people, but he toasted Put them in the in the frying pan and said, "Hey, I'm having barbecue chicken for for this game. <laughs> like that's what I'm. That's what that's what we serving." But Joe Burrow was absolutely running for his life against a team that does not have a pass rush right now. I mean, Rashawn and Gary, but I mean, that's Rashawn Gary like,
0: is their pass rush. We'll just say yeah. that. Yeah.
1: But like Preston, Preston yeah.
0: Smith is getting pressures, then that's where you got to start hitting the panic button because Preston yeah, and Smith. The- has not been getting pressures against anybody, he's playing a lot better against the run, but his, pa- his pass rush skills have just diminished. In the and past really quickly,
1: two I just want like 90 seconds to talk about the Zach Taylor shenanigans. All right, I, I <laughs> go get ahead, it, all yours, right? But bro, fourth and one, right? You decide to kick the field goal. I get it. You have McPherson. That's still a 57 yard field goal in the win. Hey, you have, you have this quarterback named Joe Burrow, who literally said, give me the damn ball last week against the Jaguars. And what did he do? He got the damn ball. He drove down the field. You were trailing 14, 0 touchdown, 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 field goal, win the game, right? Vikings touchdown, going back and forth. You actually had the lead. You blew the lead, and he gets, the, he gets you the ball, drives down the field, field goal to win the game, right? Fourth and one. I mean, name a team with a stud quarterback, young, stud young quarterback that's like, nah. Ravens. John Harbaugh. Get the freaking Chiefs. Lamar, you want to go for it? Right, let's, let's, let's go for it. Um, we know, so- and, and it gives me a heart attack, but we know. Brandon Staley is gonna give the ball. to Oh Chelsea. my god! No, we we even know. Cliff Kingsbury
0: and Kyler Murray. The Cardinals have the best uh, the best conversion percentage on fourth down in the league.
1: Yeah, I mean, like Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, he's giving the ball to Kyler Murray. Uh, Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, they're giving the ball to Josh Allen. In this situation, Patrick Mahomes getting the ball. Like every young good quarterback in the league is getting the ball put in their hands. Why is Joe Burrow not? Even
0: Aaron Rodgers, even Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Rodgers. Mason Crosby as his kicker, oh, right. would probably get the ball. Right, because it's fifty-seven yards in the wind. I mean,
1: hell, even Lamar if Mason Jackson Crosby was, was Justin Lamar in Jackson, Lamar Jackson says Justin Tucker and Lamar Jackson will get the ball on fourth and one. Right, and you're facing Aaron Rodgers in any other scenario, the Packers end the game before uh, overtime doesn't happen in any other scenario right I'm, I'm, We're For talking sure. on the phone throughout the game and we're like, oh, he missed game of, oh it's over. over, yeah, it's over
0: yeah we, we've seen this movie really when, when green Bay got the, when Green Bay got the ball back uh with. How much time they have left? Like twenty
1: six seconds left. Even Warren was like, after the
0: touchdown, after the thirteen place eight minute drive for the touchdown to tie it up. It's oh, Green Bay, good game, (laughs) like good game. They're going to drain the rest of the time off the clock, the the last three or so minutes. Good game. They go down, miss a field goal. Then the Bengals drain literally the rest of the time off the clock, miss a field goal. And even okay, Aaron Rodgers just has to get twenty yards. He's got, he's got like thirty seconds left. But yeah, like, he, we've he's seen got this movie Oh, Mr.
1: And then really quickly, because I know we have to move on, right? Zach, Zach Taylor only put the ball in Joe Burrow's hands one time in overtime. And that, yes, that was the pick. But, again, that was a miscommunication. Miscommunication. Yep. Burrow was throwing with anticipation. I don't know what the hell Tyler Boyd was doing on that play. But Burrow was playing with anticipation, which is what a quarterback is supposed to do. Brady played gotcha. Brady threw a pass with anticipation to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown technically wasn't open, but Brady threw it with anticipation. Antonio Brown eventually gets open. He scores a, t- a big play touchdown, right? Zach Taylor, put the, the bleeping ball in your star quarterback's hands. Let's move on to number 16. Yeah, that team is going to be the Carolina
0: Panthers here, missing that man. But Chua Hubbard's actually stepped in really nice for him. They're going to say put it 16 we were really thinking about dropping them, but the Vikings really didn't earn a spot up. Uh, the Bengals, not not yet at, at 16. They're, they're, they they got to still prove it a little bit more. Um, like the Colts, the Seahawks, the Colts. If they would have won that game, honestly, they probably
1: would. They probably would have jumped this, this team,
0: or, or else 15. But they they let the Ravens come back. The Seahawks are just too injured with Russell Wilson. Uh, so the Panthers get number 16, and Hassan Reddick off the edge. He just has yeah. these games where he just dominates bigger, slower tackles.
1: Yeah, and, man. And and just runs
0: right around him.
1: And actually I remember we were talking throughout the game, you're like, yeah, uh any team that has Hasan Reddick, <laughs> just put him, line him up against the slowest, least athletic dude on the offensive line and say, J yeah. uh, Hasan Reddick go fast.
0: Like that's how you, you better, have, you to better do. have two really athletic tackles if you're playing me and I have Hasan Reddick off the edge.
1: Right, like, seriously. And that's literally – and it was back-to-back plays, too. I'm like, wow. Like,
0: hold. – You're just going to do the same thing, and it's going to work twice in a row? Right.
1: And it, like, right. <laughs> uh, the, the only other positive, really, is the running game production without CMC. There wasn't much to like from this game. Sam Darnold's turnovers, again, I made the scene ghost joke earlier. You know, he, you know <laughs> this is a big-time game this week. The Panthers, so many times in recent years, have – Kind of, uh, you know, like shown they get off to a fast start and then like they'll just start to collapse at home against a still good Vikings team. That's going to put up points. We got to see the Pan- the uh, Panthers defensive. Well, actually, both sides of the ball play a very complete game this week. to yeah. get some get some of that, you know, faith and momentum back into this Panther squad. Let's move on to the number crucial. Five. Yeah, let's move on to number 15 ranked team in the league. And this is the New England Patriots. Uh, I, I'm not even confident in this team. Honestly, they're, they're here because some teams just dropped catastrophically. But yeah, Mac, Mac Jones, and I think some of you guys are going to be surprised where we where I rank Mac Jones at. Again, you guys have to wait until the video or the podcast episode drops. But Mac Jones has just been so well, played so well for this team. Uh, he does have the arm talent, but he's going to go through his progressions. He's going to, uh, you know, get the ball out so quick, especially when you blitz them. So you kind of just have to get pressure. That's kind of when he struggles. But outside of that, he's just played so, so well. Matt Judon has been, Matthew Judon has been a great addition all season long, particularly in this game against the Texans. And the backup offensive lineman, for you to have, like, your complete O-line out and you play that well where you allow limited pressures, I get it, it's against the Texans. That's still a starting offensive line against backup offensive linemen. That's still moderately impressive. Um, you were trailing the entire game to the freaking Texans, and the secondary gave up big plays like Chris Moore. Like, w- what? Like, what What the heck? So, they faced Dallas this week. Um, yeah, they faced Dallas.
0: Yeah, get ready for a lot of points being scored. But um, moving on to 14, the New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton's got this team clicking on all cylinders. And, frankly, I love to see it. He's coaching the heck out of this this team, and um, it shows they're going to move up five spots here right into the thick of the playoffs. Um, Alvin Kamara just does it all for their offense, which is a positive but also a negative because you don't necessarily want your running back. I don't care how good Alvin Kamara is. You don't really want your running back leading your team in targets week after week after week. Uh, They got 19 defensive pressures, five from Demario Davis. And eleven uh, from their three edge rushers, uh, but they gave up twenty pressures. So it's it's just it's a tale of two two sides of the ball, and um, it's 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 honestly it's hurting them a little bit. They have a bye next week. Well, Marshawn Lattimore, by the way, I don't want to skip over him. He was amazing in this game against Terry oh, yeah. McLaurin. Phenomenal, um, really, really. Recertifying quickly. himself as one of those top, you know, five
1: or six corners. The game. I just want to add one quick uh, little wrinkle. And one of the things that kind of got me excited about this team and why they jumped up is because I was like, yes, yes. Jameis Winston is not throwing checkdowns to freaking Deontay Harris. He doesn't have a receiver that can like get open and, as a route runner. He has burners as of right now because Mike Thomas and some other guys are out. He has burners. Yep. Use those burners. I was like, and we talked about it last week. Well, if, you, if this is what we were going to see, you should have begged Drew Brees to because at least he's not going to turn the ball over, right? And you and Jameis Winston just lets it rip. Two, I think this is a uh, season high in yards. He had some really deep touchdown passes. They're, put, they're pushing the ball down the field, which was a warming sight to see. I hope they continue doing this. They're going to the bye, you know, rest up a little bit more, and they're going to get some guys back. Number 13, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, expect them, if they don't play that well this week, to drop significantly. Um oh, for sure. Especially on the offensive
0: side of the ball. It's, yeah, we're kind I, of pushing I, the pause button. I, sh- I, pre- I should have put a pause emoji right there instead of the yeah. two dashes. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, just I really want to see how this offense plays without Gruden in there. Um, obviously, he's a negative right there. The pass uh, the rush... Um struggled against a bad offensive line, uh, which, which isn't good. Uh the Bears do not have a good line, but they played pretty well and, and they just couldn't connect on the deep ball, hence the three field goals. Um they they are targeting different offensive weapons, different guys, and, and the secondary is actually not playing bad, um, considering they have Damon Arnett in there. First round pick, Damon Arnett. Um
1: and, and no and, Warner. It's really oh, disappointing man, that we're not Damon gonna Arnett. see we're not going to see the Raiders draft a third rounder in the first round is, anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess a positive now. to John Gruden not being the head coach anymore <laughs> is we get to see we get to see if it was him or Mike Mayock making all the terrible draft choices. I'm talking yeah. to Alex Leatherwood, Jonathan Abram, um, <laughs> Damon Arnett, even even um, Josh Jacobs in the first round. Um, yeah, but yeah. Really quickly, Will Mack and Amari Cooper are playing very very well outside of Oakland, though. Yeah, too bad and Nick couldn't I'm not – I was going to originally – Derek Carr to the Dolphins, maybe?
1: Yeah, uh, RIP Derek Carr's career. (laughs) I mean, seriously. But, like, I I was going to kind of put some blame on Derek Carr, but, like, I can't really blame him, man. Like, you're facing a great pass rush, and he had some really brutal drops in his game. The team had four drops this game, and it's just hard to overcome that sometimes. So, you know, giving him a break. You got a big divisional game at Denver, which is going to tell us – so much about this team, you you know. After the controversy, you have to go on the road at Denver, one of the toughest Division places Division to play. Division rival, right? That's going to show us a lot about this team. And uh, as they are staying put at thirteen, number twelve, the San Francisco Forty Nine Irs, um, and that's they're what this back, team.
0: Baby. Look at the plus sign next to the name. They're back. They're they going to stay put back. for now. As Trey Lance didn't look too bad but uh yeah take, take liked, it away man I, you you liked how he
1: played I liked how Trey Lance played the because even like the interception if I'm being honest with you right he went through his progressions obviously he never went interception but he was going through his progressions which is something he really like to see he stepped up into the pocket sensing the pressure and he threw the ball obviously through the ball it's a freaking pick but he threw the ball and it just sailed Right, it just sailed over his man over his receiver's hands. It, it got intercepted or whatever. And then this game is a lot closer than the score indicates. And it's only a one touchdown game because you have that pick in Cardinals territory. Right. And then it was like fourth and goal. He runs, he tries to scramble to the uh for a touchdown. He gets stopped at like the half yard line or something ridiculous like that. Right. So you had a chance to win against a great team, but you have blown opportunities. And then, obviously, the return of the 49 IR. So, if any team needs a a bye week this week, it's the 49 IRs. Moving into the number 11th-ranked team is the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, Derrick Henry is is Derrick Henry. They move up three spots. Um, The online gave up pressures, only seven pressures, which was impressive, even though it's the Jags. Um, The... uh, they they got sixteen pressures though, several from, from, from uh, Simmons and, and Harold Landry. But Ryan Tano could not push the ball down the field, and you know, slowly uh, getting wide receivers healthy. They got the Bills this week. I personally don't think they're going to beat the Bills, which is going to open, which is going to keep the window open for the Colts to get back mm-hmm. in the division. And the Colts and the Titans they have a big time game coming up in a few weeks, but they're going to be eleven. And they move up three spots. Moving to the number 10th ranked team ASC, Kansas City Chiefs. And we talked about it, and I mean this in a joking but all serious way. The Kansas City Chiefs are the easiest – no, they they are the easiest team, but the hardest – they are the easiest team to beat, but the hardest team to beat, right? Because if you have – right in front of your face. The
0: method (laughs) is right there. It is – it is – been shown by countless people just go back to
1: all the Chiefs losses there are three things you must do to beat the Chiefs you cannot absolutely cannot and this it's this hilarious stat or whatever with the Ravens against the Chiefs last year Mahomes had 47 dropbacks 23 of those dropbacks were blitzes from the Ravens and Mahomes he just lit them up when they blitz I'm like like, he had like like a
0: hundred fifty passer rating. That's
1: ridiculous. Right. Yeah, it's one hundred fifty one passer rating. Like the perfect passer rating. What one hundred fifty six? Yeah, I think so. One fifty six point yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Like three touchdowns against the blitz of like Russell. So like, who who is in? So the, you're gonna who? keep blitzing them. You're forty eight percent of the time, and then. You know,
0: come second half or even like next drive, you're gonna say, "Listen, right." And, and like, half the blitz time didn't really it. work. He just hit Tyreek Hill on a on a 55 yard touchdown. Let's maybe not blitz this time. Let's
1: maybe not blitz. No, nah, like, let's go back to it. Nah, I think nah, we still nah, got a good
0: 32 percent left to go.
1: Right. And like the so you absolutely <laughs> you cannot blitz Mahomes. And actually, I thought this was like a glitch or whatever because PFF said like the Bills did not blitz one time. But like after looking at the at the footage, that's legit. <laughs> I did not they see did. any time the Bills blitz Patrick Mahomes. You cannot blitz Patrick Mahomes. Two, you have to create – the Chiefs are going to give you one to two plays a game where it's a mistake and you have to capitalize. Yep. Uh, on the both interceptions, right there, super turnovers. Yeah, the super turnovers. Both interceptions were not Patrick Mahomes' fault. One of them was a great play by Gregory Rousseau who just tipped – who just batted at the line and he intercepted it. The other one – was a simple cross like small like five yard drag to Tyreek. Because they run all the time. They actually yeah. ran it earlier in the game. The exact same play, and he can't make the catch. It's a simple catch too. He's wide open. Uh, bobbles the catch, picked off by Micah Hyatt. He he turns it for six. And the offensive line is absolutely horrendous. Uh, Lucas Niang is terrible. And uh, SS uh, it, it, that does not stand for screenshot. That stands for Sorensen sucks. There's, 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 you know, it,
0: it could also stand for strong safety, but either ways, either way, oh, yeah, that's true. a weakness right there. The strong safety or just Daniel Sorensen. Yeah, um, go look up a compilation on YouTube, it's about maybe 30 seconds just from Tyron Matthew. This Tyron year, Matthew, just looking and bewilderment, raising his hands on Daniel Sorensen getting beat. It's he's really bad at cover.
1: Yeah, Creed Humphrey, it's has like been... it's
0: like Anderson
1: Dejo. Yeah, oh my god. She's so glad the Browns uh, upgraded. Unbelievable.
0: Sean John Johnson, Anderson Dale.
1: Hmm. And getting Grand Dale Pitt back. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that definitely helps. Creed Humphrey has been outstanding this year. Quite frankly, that's probably the only positive I can take away from this game. Uh, they have the football team on the road this week. Uh, let's see if they can bounce back. Number nine here, the Baltimore Ravens. Just uh, Lamar back. Jackson. That's incredible. Lamar Jackson kept his receipts. He, he kept yeah. all the he kept all his receipts. Yeah, the Ravens did get the rushing record, but you know why they didn't get the rushing record? Cause Lamar Jackson threw for 447 yards last night. He was incredible. 31, I think it was like 31 for 37, the efficiency, right? He made some big time throws when he absolutely needed to have it, especially down the stretch, right? Mark Andrews, man, he's just awesome. I I think it was a point. It was like in like the third quarter, you're like, yeah, this, yeah, my fantasy team is shot. Mark Andrews is absolutely going off. Um, yeah,
0: man, I had like a ninety six percent chance to win, and then Mark Andrews, Austin Eckler, and Jonathan Taylor decided to get thirty points each and ruin my night. But um, you know, Mark Andrews went off, special teams making big time plays. I'm um, talking about blocked kicks. I'm talking, you know, just. Phenomenal special teams play. Um, some teams have it, some teams don't. And, and the Ravens have it and will continue to have it under Harbaugh. He's just incredible. Uh, Lamar can't fumble the ball right there. Um, I Now, I don't understand why they called that a forward pass, a forward lateral. Um, if anything, by, by if Darius, anything Leonard.
1: Darius Leonard was
0: down, if anything. Yeah. But that was definitely a backwards pass. I don't understand why that was reviewed. I mean, I understand why it was reviewed, but I don't understand why it was overturned. Uh, and then the defense just couldn't get off the field. Carson Wentz, we talked about it earlier. Carson Wentz just driving down the field, long drives. Uh, and when the Ravens when the Ravens score um, so quickly, as they did in some points, the defense just stays on the field longer. They've got a tough ch- test against the Chargers, who just put up a 47-burger on a really good Browns defense. Um, I, I think look out for a lot of high-scoring stuff. Um, and and I think the uh, the Chargers coaching staff should probably watch some film on special teams um, for the Ravens. Just had to yeah. do it. Number eight, number eight here. The Dallas Cowboys, um, big win, forty-four to twenty, um, against against the Giants, division rival. Um, they just keep on rolling. They are they are. It's definitely not the NFC least anymore. Um, Canary's Tony killed them. Yes, but. They got 25 pressures. Ezekiel Elliott seems to be clicking on all cylinders. Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind right now. Um, Trayvon Tiggs already has, what, six interceptions. The offensive weeks. line is 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 returning. The offensive line is coming back. Even though they're aging and they don't have Travis Frederick, they're playing phenomenal. The only question is what happens when they play one of these, you know, upper echelon playoff <laughs> contenders uh, later in the year.
1: Yeah, and and that's why I think I'm I'm marking this game in Foxborough. I get it the Patriots are 2 and 3, but this is just like a big time win to get it on the road in Foxborough against it's Bill Belichick. Difference. Right, because like yeah, you're, the two teams you you've played this year are really really good, the Bucks and the and the, and the Chargers. Yeah, you lost to the Bucks barely. You beat the Chargers on a 56-yard field goal. Not sure how sustainable that is, right? It's not like Greg Zerline has they, been like they were also
0: they were also in the first two weeks of the season. So yeah, it's so like that's not, that nothing ever is set in stone. Just ask Green Bay.
1: Yeah, and everybody like to overreact, like wanted to overreact to Green Bay getting blown out week one and look where they are. Like, come on, guys, calm down. So I just want to see if they're battle tested. Unfortunately for them, they don't have a lot of games on the rest of their schedule where we'll really find out if they're battle tested. So this is why I think this week six game is really. Uh, going to indicate a lot of things uh, how good this team can potentially be.
0: Yep, and then at number seven, uh, we on, just I saw a lot of intro. indications. We just saw a lot of indications on, on how good this team can be. 47, burger. they're going to move up one the spot the greatest here.
1: city in America, <sighs> the Los Angeles... Angeles Chargers. Man, oh man. I just, uh, I want,
0: I want everybody watching right now to look at the list so far right here and tell me if you see the other Los Angeles team. Oh, you don't? Uh, okay. So that means they're ahead of, okay. okay just you. making sure. Um, but Justin Herbert, though, what, what a game. It, Mike Williams just somehow got <laughs> open. I guess the just didn't like covering him uh, in terms of blown coverages. Um, and then Austin Eckler had a slow day rushing wise, but, um, he really picks it up third fourth quarter and, and the receiving as well. Yeah, Just phenomenal.
1: You cannot have 18 missed tackles. Nazir Adderley had like seven of them. And the run defense is bad. And, I, and that leads into me being lot, really, really bad. Like, I hope we do not play the Browns again. Like, that was a great win and all, but I do not want to face the Browns. And I kind of said it leading up to the game. I'm like, if this was like week 12, I think the Browns win that game because the Browns' offense is not fully in sync yet. Baker played his best game of the year outside of Kansas City, right? But he, he has literally no chemistry with Odell yet, right? He's still getting back from that injury, right? And and like normally it takes a little bit for a team like that to get in sync offensively, right? So I do not want to face the Browns again. I'm glad we got that game out earlier in the year in an offensive slugfest. That game was incredible. Going on the road against Baltimore, Baltimore this week. Um... Herbert's just a surgeon, man. He's been awesome. Let's move on to the number six ranked team, um, the Green Bay Packers. Um, they rank number six. They still have a lot of injuries, which so is kind of holding them back a little bit. But Devonte, I have to go. I have to go the middle name, like morning. Mar- you know when you get called like by your middle name by your mom or whatever. You know you did something. You know you know up.
0: you did something wrong.
1: You, like like if my mom says Sean, no, she wouldn't even say my last name. She would say first middle name Sean Mike. I'm like damn, what I do? I did something. Right, but Devontae Labelle Adams, my gosh, have yourself a game, my brother. You
0: two hundred and six yards on twelve catches. That? Phenomenal.
1: Torched the Bengals defense, uh, secondary. That's not bad. We were actually relatively high in the secondary in terms of talent that they have, right? And he absolutely torched them. Doesn't matter, it didn't matter who it was. Great. It normally doesn't matter who it is, but especially in this game. And the offensive line just continues to play well without their three best offensive linemen. Surprisingly, Josh, My- Josh Myers is one of them. But they continue to play well without them. Um, Aaron Jones continues to shine. I'm not going to talk about that last positive yet. But the injuries are, again, continuing to stack up. They had no answer for Jamar Chase. Kevin King sucks. The missed kicks, I'm not worried about the kicks part. That's actually what I'm least worried about, if I'm being honest with you. I think that was just a fluke game. But what's so scary is, I don't think A-Rod has even played he's, – he's not even played his best football this year yet. Like, we we're not there yet, and that's scary. Like, we're not at last year Aaron Rodgers. Here. This might be – like, the, Aaron Rodgers is still that – he's still that bad man, but this is not – we're not even there at that Aaron Rodgers level yet. They faced the Bears this week on the road. Uh, it's always a big-time road game, uh, divisional game. We go on the road against Chicago. Unless you have anything to add, yep. Warren, let's move on to number five. Oh, just tough, Just a tough defense.
0: Uh, but, yeah, moving on to number five is that Cleveland Browns team. And and you talked about it a little bit. Um, and, and and the primary reason they're ahead of teams like the Chargers and Green Bay, other than injuries for Green Bay, is the offense doesn't seem to be clicking on all cylinders right now. They're going to move up one spot just because the Chiefs fell seven in the mockery that is their defense. But the Browns, I mean, just running the ball down everyone's throat.
1: Yeah, man, this was about a Baker bounce-back game. The offensive line was dominant. Right, you know, it, it, it was just a dominant offensive line performance. Um, and again, for Chargers fans, maybe listening to this, I know the Chargers just beat the Browns, but I'm telling you guys, if the Chargers face the Browns later on in the season, I would likely pick the Browns to win that game. Just, just that's just me being an unbiased fan. Um, the lack of chemistry with Odell is just like at this point, I'm like, just trade them, just trade them somewhere. Like, this is getting ridiculous. Don, I don't know sense. about all that. Domin people's Jones is more involved in the offense than Odell was. And that's just a fact, right? That is true. And and that's more so like I feel like Baker, because then when when you try when you involve Odell, Baker's forcing it. Right? Which, as we saw last year, right, when Baker, I mean, again, losing Odell was like Baker's like, huh, okay, I can't force it now. Oh, wait. I can pick apart defense. It's like that's that's what Baker can do, and it seems like when Odell's there, he tries to force in. There's a lack of chemistry. Blah blah blah. Could again stop late, which was crucial. Uh, they face the Cardinals this week, who are ranked the number four ranked team. As a spoiler, Kyler freaking Murray, man, he is he's he's really good at this football thing. He's he's good, guys. Um, the online continues to play really really well. JJ Watt continues to find a, a time machine somehow. I don't know how he's doing it. Um, He's surrounded by
0: a lot of talent on that D-line. It's helping.
1: It's helping. Um, they have so many weapons. The Cook Kingsbury is, I mean, at least not, like, being awful. Um, Rondale Moore, like, they can use him on the backfield. They can use him in the slot. It is – It. oh, my gosh. And you added Christian Kirk, Could they finally playing in the slot a lot more this year. A.J. Green, who's having – who's playing really, really well. And, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. Thank you, fantasy team, for once. Um and then Kyler Murray's just growing, man. You know, he's playing a lot better football this year. Um, he didn't even have a, a fantastic game this week. He's just playing a lot cleaner football, playing a lot better. And you got to score more points. And the offensive inconsistencies are, like, they reappear, just, just a hint. Um, let's really quickly go through these top three teams. Um, number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wonder what are your thoughts on them.
0: Yeah, you know they um, moving down a spot because of injuries. Brady responded, uh, played really well this week with the forty five burger, and they are just loaded um, on the on the uh, receiving side of the ball. They they just once they get healthy defensively, watch out everybody. Um, the Bills number two coming off a huge win against the Chiefs, they're a hot team of the week. Josh Allen continues to put together an MVP season. Uh, they just got a lot of pressures on the on the Chiefs with only rushing four. Had a phenomenal game plan. They they really capitalize on Mahomes' mistakes, uh, which you have to do. You got to get the pressures with four. You got to capitalize on the mistakes, and they spread the ball around as well, and um, beat Daniel Sorensen quite a few times. Um, now the missed tackles and the penalties stuff that'll clean up, I think, later on in the season. But they're playing the Titans next week. I think they're going to score a lot of points on this Titans defense, and it's uh, it's just up to can they stop Derrick Henry. And I think they'll be able to at least slow him down enough.
1: Yeah. And then finally, the number one ranked team, the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I mean, I think it's still sample explanatory. Yeah, they'd be a banged up, you know, Seahawks team. But, you know, Seahawks are, I mean, the Rams are still a good team. Robert Woods finally emerged this week. So I think that's good for them. Um, And yeah, man, ran the ball well. Again, great press pass rush, 26 pressures, dominant D-line. Pass protection could be a little bit better. They have a relatively easy game. Guess the Giants still have to prepare, but um, yeah, guys, that's gonna wrap up this power rankings episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and peace out.